where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we truly thank you. We praise you. We honor you. And Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your peoples. And that one, that one have not surrendered. Let something be said that may cause them to seek out your will, your way in their life. And those that are, that we may say something that may cause them to grow a higher heights in a deeper depths in your word. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially for you. We thank God for our special guest today, Dr. Brunswick, being with us. Amen. And we are going to let him say something in just a moment, but I just want to encourage uh, the family of friends of mine that I knew up in uh, Danielville that lost their loved one. Amen. Young man, young man, I'm talking about in his 40s, that is uh, stepped into eternity. Amen. And we uh, thank God for just the opportunity to be able to minister to them at, for such a time as this. Amen. It is now time that, folks, listen to me. We all going to step out of time into eternity. And you must prepare to meet your creator. Amen. You can't say, I'm going to get ready. I'll be ready. Amen. Uh, getting ready. Uh, whatever. You can't do that uh, if when that time comes. Uh, I was... I hadn't even told uh, Brother Brunswick about, I had a dream on Tuesday night. I laid down, and on Tuesday night, 
about 3 o'clock in the morning and woke me up and said, James Ware, uh, it's time for you to go. I'm giving you a seven-day notice. And uh, I said, but wait a minute. Now, this was in the dream. I said, well, wait a minute. I thought you said my latter time going to be my better time. So I'm waiting on my better time. I said, well, no, you ain't going to need it because it's time for you to go get your reward. Now, many people would have just got up upset, I'd been out of shape, you know, I praise the Lord. I say, if it is, guess what? It's time for me to uh, get the benefits of what I've been doing. If not, then I'll continue on. Because let me tell you, the devil will throw fear in you, get you upset when you're doing things. I'm not moved by that. Amen. I have a steadfast mind on obeying God. Uh, on today... Uh, I invited Dr. Brunswick to come here because I was talking to uh, someone here at the radio station, and they brought, I don't know how they got the book. I think they got the book from Jasmine or from somebody, let's just say this. Mm -hmm. But they brought the book, and they say, Brother, uh, where? says, uh, this. well, first of all, let's say hello to Dr. Brunswick before I get into the question. <laughs> Hello, Pastor Ware, and uh, to your listening audience, it's good to be with you today. Amen, amen. It's good to have you with us today as well. Amen. We thank God for you. Amen. Uh, as I was saying, the sister, some way she thought that me, the mother, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I said sister, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to be disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I honor her for being a mother, she said. You know, people want to be this and they want to be that. So I honor her for being a mother to train the young ladies mm -hmm. how to dress, how to look, and so on and so on. You know, because most of these mothers in the church today, they're trying to be like the sister. <laughs> you know, they don't want their role as a mother. Uh, but anyway, she was throwing questions at me. So I'm going to open up the line from the beginning uh, after I give it over to Dr. Brunswick, and you can feel free to call if you have any questions about this particular uh, book on The Hidden Truth is Revealed. And, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, coming out of the first part, the second, the book is called Come Out of Her, My People, okay? And uh, uh, the number is 404 Three five five eight six nine nine. I know I usually don't open up to the uh, latter part uh, after six thirty uh, Eastern time, five thirty Central time, uh, but I don't want to wait if you have a question. And the question that the mother asked me was, "How is it that we want to condemn?" the Easter, and they saying the same thing we are saying. We're dealing with the resurrection, and they saying how we want to condemn Christmas when we're dealing with the same thing. They are only dealing with the birth. I'm just saying what she said. Now, don't, don't, okay. don't give me the look. <laughs> don't give me the look. I'm saying what she said. Okay. That's why I invited you mm -hmm. so you can explain it better because you wrote the book. Yeah. So 
Right now, it gives me great pleasure to turn it into Dr. Brunswick. <laughs> well, I'm not sure of uh, the complete you know, line of questions, uh, but, uh, well, maybe I could just address it this way, that uh, we recognize that uh, Satan has counterfeits. And so uh, it's needful to have something that looks like truth, in order to uh, uh, attract you, uh, so and and that's what has happened uh, to Christianity in general. Really, uh, the Bible tells us that God is not the author of confusion, and there's a whole lot of confusion and division of doctrines within and the believe, Christian. Believe it or not, yes. that's what she told me. Right. What you just quoted, uh -huh. she said. God is not the author of confusion. confusion. She say she's still mm -hmm. talking about the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Easter is dealing with the resurrection, right. and uh, okay. Christmas is dealing with the birth. Well, one of the things that the Bible tells us also is that uh, that we must worship God as a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we got the spirit down pat, I think, uh, you know. Uh, but the truth part is where we might be lacking in a lot of areas. Uh, uh, I'll read that for you. Read the, we read the ones before then because the one before okay. then said the true worshipers. Okay. Uh, yeah. St. John, the fourth chapter, and uh, around the 22nd verse. It says, ye worship, ye know not. What ye know, what ye worship. For salvation is to the Jew, but the hour is come. If that's what you want? Yes. Okay. The hour is come. Now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the fathers seek it uh, such to worship him. Mm -hmm. For God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Right. And so, therefore, a lot of the worship that we have, um, we might say that it is not in truth. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that's why he would say, well, why call me Lord, Lord? And, and uh, you know, for in vain, you know, uh, you, you do those things, the commandments of men, why you put aside my commandments. Uh, so there is vain worship because it's not true. It's not in truth. And so when we come, when we come down to the basic things that you talk about a lot, Pastor Ware, is about how can Christ die on the Friday and or raise Sunday morning. Right. Well, the truth is that he did not die on Friday. Okay. And he was not raised Sunday morning. Oh. All right? So, so, so I don't know who they are worshiping, and the Lord probably looking down and saying, who are you all worshiping? Because that's not what happened to me. And if you're going to celebrate me and, and those things, you know, do things according to my truth. Because he said out of his own mouth that I'm going to be in the grave three days and three nights. Matthew's, uh, the mm -hmm. 12th chapter, 
and the 39, <clears throat> excuse me, the 39th verse says, It's evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, mm-hmm. and there shall no sign be given to him, to him but the sign of Jonah. For Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, mm-hmm. so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Right. And so one of the things is that we have been just going along with the program because that's what we grew up doing. We were taught that all our lives. And not many people search the Scripture and study the Scripture to find out if these things are true. And that's why it's good, it's very important that you get in a real Bible study. Not one that give you the elementary, and I like the book that you just written there, Pastor Ware, and get ready to publish. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not the kind of studies that are elementary studies that telling you Jesus is love and, you know, and all the other things, but some real deep studies so that you will know and have a better understanding of what you're about to undertake, especially as we talk about end-time prophecy. Uh, a lot of people, they're looking for some rapture that's not going to happen. Right. But you don't know that because no one taught you differently. So you've been going along with these big-name preachers uh, who've been deceiving uh, the world, which is Satan's primary objective, is to deceive. And so when we come down to the foundation of Christianity, which is Christ's death uh, and resurrection— then we are we're worshiping someone else. It's not we're not observing Christ's death and resurrection. The Bible tells us that He is our Passover. Okay. And if we recognize how the extent in which people have gone to hide the fact, or they have no relationship to honoring the fact that He died on Passover, I mean it is it's really. It's a tragedy. That's what's happening to the Christian community, that they put aside the truth concerning Christ's death, that he is our Passover. And so Passover is the time that we should be observing Christ's death, not a good Friday. They made an error by thinking that he had to come off the cross because the next day was a Sabbath. Well, it wasn't the weekly Sabbath. It was the annual Sabbath in which he had to come off the cross. So we can't lock ourselves into Good Friday. There's no such thing in Scripture or never was a Good Friday. He died on Passover. He is our Passover. And when it comes down to observing what we call now the Lord's Supper, we should be observing we're eating the Passover, which is what they did. But they changed the name from eating the Passover to the Lord's Supper. And when there's Easter that mentioned in the Bible, rather than the word Easter, that should be Passover. So they have gone through a lot of effort to hide and to keep you from observing one of the major holidays that is a part of God's salvation plan. But see, Dr. Brunswick, she in turn said this uh if I'm doing it, does it really matter as long as I'm doing it mm-hmm. uh, in sincere or hard? Uh, I'm, res- I'm recognizing 
I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. Or, um, yeah, I know. You said that we making a big debate out of out of this mm-hmm. this name that we call him. I'm calling Passover. You call it Passover, and, and we read it here in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, but is that wrong? What they are doing? Well, it's not truth. Okay. And so if we're going to worship God in truth, okay. and when truth comes, then we need to change our ways. See, I can understand it if you didn't know or have never heard it before. Right. And if you hear it, don't shove it away. Uh-huh. Take a look, look at it and, and determine for yourself. But most people, they don't want to even look at it. They don't want to give it any time, any thought. Okay, well, I'm doing, I'm pleasing myself, but the question is, does it matter to God? It's not that it doesn't matter to me or you. The whole thing is that does it matter to God? And that's the thing that we should be asking. Does God care? So uh, so let's say. Well, let me read ahead. this scripture. All right. It says, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But Mm -hmm. he that doeth the will of the Father, which is in heaven. For Mm -hmm. many will say, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied. But what I wanted Mm -hmm. to read, I apologize, was in Mark 7 and 7, Mm because it was saying, Mark 7 and 7 says, How be it in vain do they worship me. Right. Teaching of doctrines and the commandments of men. Right. For laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold the traditions of men as a washing of pots mm-hmm. and cups and many other such like things yes. ye do. Yes. And full well ye reject the commandments of God that ye may hold, hold to your, your tradition. Right. Exactly. And that's what's happening today. It's all tradition, and we must realize that Christ has no affiliation with idols. Okay. And so when you come to these kinds of holidays that's infiltrated with all these idols, then that should be a red flag in itself to let you know that something is wrong here because the world going after Christmas who don't care about Christ, okay, you know. What, what kind of idol, though? Well, uh, Christmas tree okay. is an idol. Okay. All right. Uh, Santa Claus is okay. an idol. Okay. okay. Easter Bunny is an idol. Uh-huh. Easter Egg is an idol. <laughs> you know, all of these uh, idols right. that's associated, and, and, and it's not worshiping truth because the Bible tells us, and I just want to go to, uh, Matthew 28. Let me give the number yeah. again. Right. 404-355-8699. Question or comment? Please call if you have a question. You want to know, you got him. He, the author mm. of the book, he can uh, let you know where it said, come out of her, my people. people. Right. All right? Please so. give me a call at 404-355-8699. Nah. Yeah. Go ahead. And uh, so when we recognize the amount of money that we spend on these holidays, 
not holidays, holidays, okay. all right, the uh, Christmas, all the money that we spend, we could do some good elsewhere with that money. There are some people that really could use that money that they're throwing away. Now, if you want to buy people things, you don't have to wait until Christmas right. uh, to help somebody else out. But just for instance, one of the major things that's been done is to change the Sabbath okay. and say, oh, well, we're honoring God's resurrection on Sunday. Well, the Bible tells us that he did not raise from the grave on Sunday. He rose early the first day of the week. And so when you're studying the Bible and you recognize that in God's calendar, the day starts at sunset. Uh So if you have 6 o'clock Sunday morning, that is not early the first day of the week. Saturday night at sunset is when the day starts. So at... uh, at Matthew 28, it says in verse 1, it says, In the end of the Sabbath, right. as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week. That's right. At the end of the Sabbath, it was going toward, in other words, it's getting dark. Okay. And what happened then? So there was Mary and the other Mary. It seems like there's a lot of Marys there in the New <laughs> Testament. That's suspicious too. But it said, And behold, there was a great earthquake. Right. For the angels of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone. When did he roll back the stone? Right as it was getting dark, Saturday right. night. Right, that's right. You know, this wasn't early Sunday morning. Right. Uh, when they went there Sunday morning, he was already gone. Amen. So it says that, and there was the earthquake came, and, and the angels came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And uh, it describes the angel and things of that, uh, of that nature. And, and then he, uh, the angel said that in verse 6, he is not here, for he is risen. Uh-huh. And so it's telling us exactly when he rose. And it seems like this scripture is just totally ignored by the Christian community. It tells you exactly when he rose from the grave. And in Mark 16, it tells you early the first day of the week. Early the first day of the week is after sunset Saturday night when it begins to get dark. That is when the day starts in uh, biblical terms. I'm not talking about all these other calendars because they have midnight when the day starts. Right. We're not talking. So he did. He was not raised from the grave on Sunday. So your excuse for changing the Sabbath to a Sunday that you have no right to do no man has that right to do it, even the Catholic Church, but it's been done, and we've been following that stuff all these years. It's been handed down to us, and it's time for people to wake up and start worshiping God in truth. And there's a whole lot that we are lacking in understanding truth about the things that we should be worshiping. So, you know, and the, and the, and the book also goes in not just that. But the fact that we need to get away from these Easter bunnies and Halloween and Easter eggs and Christmas trees and Santa Claus and Mardi Gras and, you know, and, you know, it's all about making merchandise out of you. It's all about money, people. It has nothing to do with honoring God or the Lord and the days that he gave us. One of the things that we don't know or have not really been taught because a lot of 
teachers don't know the purpose of those holy days. The Bible tells us that they are a shadow of things to come. Right. And so when we look at the fact that in the spring holy days, the Lord did something on the day that they were observed. He died on Passover. He was raised from the grave on first fruit, you know, and the Holy Spirit was given on Pentecost. Something happened on the day that they were celebrated and observed. Right. And I don't think that he's going to change his M.O. in the future. So when it comes down to when is the Lord going to return, he said, I'm, you may not know the day or the hour, but you do know the season. Okay. And so the season for that is, is in trumpet. The day is trumpet. You don't know which one of the trumpets is going to be, though. All right. Okay, bro, uh, we have a phone call, 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. Please check the number and try your... Look, guy, something happened. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I have been listening to you um, for a while now, and... Um, Listen the way you speak concerning Yeshua Messiah and um, Yahweh God. And I am interested in some of what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we thank the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Uh, we would like for you to get the information at the end of the broadcast, and we can uh, direct you to where you can get more of this teaching. We're only giving you a little smith. <laughs> a little snipping of it. Amen. Uh -huh. But uh, are you in the metro area? I'm living in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Okay. So we yeah. will give you, at the end of the broadcast, we appreciate you calling and appreciate you listening. We will uh -huh. uh, give you more information and how you can get even more of the things that we are speaking about right now. Okay. Amen. Amen. And, and your name is who? Sister. My name is Dawn. Sister Dawn? Dawn, okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. We, please, have a pencil, and we're going to give you some numbers at the end of the broadcast. Uh, we're going on break right now, but right after the break, uh, I mean, at the end of the broadcast, we will give you information of the, of the Kingdom of God Learning Center, let you know where it's located, and let you know the time. All right. Okay, right. um, so you have different time that you have service? Uh, we have uh, service on the Sabbath, Saturday. Uh -huh. We have service at 11.30 on right. the Saturday. Okay, okay. And we would love for you to come out and uh, check it out and yeah. see. Participate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. God bless okay. you. Please, God bless you, too. Please write down the number at the end of the broadcast. I will. All Thank right. You. Thanks for Thank calling. You. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye now. All yep. right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We're going to uh, go on break, and we'll be right back. Remember now, you can reach him at 404-355-8699. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. 
We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. us please call back had a little phone problem but dial the number back and uh, again we are here with dr brunswick on uh come out of her my people we have so many people that we are adding things and we think it's not a problem and we think it's not a problem only because everybody is doing it but you know the bible declared that broad is the way that lead it to destruction and because everybody doing it, it doesn't make it right. It's sad. And, and I often use the uh, scripture, uh, I often use this uh, saying, here's the problem. When you get ready to get your driving license, you go by the book. If you try to say, but my dad taught me how to do it a certain way, guess what? They don't want to hear that. They want you to know that you obeyed the sign they're putting in the book. All right, we're going to go back to the phone, 404-355-8699. God bless you. You are on the air. God bless you, pa- Pastor Ware. God bless you, Dr. Brunswick. How you both doing? Okay, sir. Wonderful. Can you hear me fine? Yes, yes sir. sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just want to make a quick comment and get on out the way. Actually, it's a kind of comment slash two-part question. I understand you're kind of talking about uh, coming out of her my people, is that the title of uh, the particular uh, writing that's in question? Well, it's 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 one of the books of the twelve. One of the books. Yeah, it's gotcha. yeah, gotcha. it's one of the books of the twelve. Now, my point is is, is that it, it says coming out of her, my people. I want to talk about that my people part. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order for us, and now I'm finding, in order for us to uh, to persuade or get people to understand that what we have been worshiping over a time out of tradition and in error, uh, we have to find out that he's talking to a specific per- 
a specific people. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if a person is not understanding that this Bible is written for you and about you, then how can I get you to come out of pagan practice <laughs> when you can't even see that this book is written about for you? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Absolutely. and the, the, the second part of that is, if we know that this is the foundational problem, how do we begin to try to combat that in order to give people that understanding? Well, hey, this book is about you. This is not a white man's religion. This is not a devil's doctrine. This book is actually to, how can we begin to have that dialogue with people so we can begin to give them understanding? Okay. Uh... I uh, I will respond in let's say in the two parts. Okay. Um, you know, one is the the mere fact that people uh, should in studying the scripture, you will see that God uh, he made covenant with the children of Israel. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, yes, and uh, he has a new covenant with the children of Israel. Yes, sir. He didn't have a covenant with the Gentiles. No, sir. So the Gentiles have no right to be changing God's Sabbath, for one thing, uh, nor his commandments. Uh, God's well, covenant would, and is the new covenant with, with the children of Israel. But aren't, aren't we Gentiles according to traditional? Well, not 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 the I, black I, folks here in the United no, States no, we, of America. But, yeah, We're not that, the Gentiles. That, but that, this is my whole point. All right. See, going toward the first point, we've been taught so much that yes. we are Gentiles, and we've been taught so much that this is a white man's religion. Right. That I can't even begin to see yeah. me as Israel. I know. I I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. So, if I can't get through to see that you are Israel, right. then you will never see that you are the my people right. whom the book is saying come out of. Yeah. And uh, so we realize, and when studying the Bible, again, we have to distinguish the difference between just reading the Bible versus studying the Bible. Okay. I remember when I was in school, when I studied, I had to prepare for an exam. But if I would just read things casually, if I process it and memorize it, uh, then it didn't matter as much. But when you're studying, uh, that's, that's a different effort that you uh, put into things to understand. But wow. we are, we are th- the Bible tells us that the Gentiles were grafted in. Yes, sir. So recognizing that God didn't create another tree, an olive tree. The Gentiles are grafted into the olive tree. We were cut off of that olive tree, but it says that, but if we, the natural branches, can mm-hmm. be grafted in again. And so that's the point that we are now concerning recognizing who we are and that we be grafted back into our original status that we were before coming over here as slave in the United States of America. The other Amen. thing, too, if you allow me to, if I have enough time, uh, yes, I want to read something from Ezekiel 3, 
18 through 21, and I think this will address your other point, though, how do you, you know, uh, communicate this to other people? Ezekiel 3, 18 through 21 says, When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaketh mm-hmm. to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. Mm-hmm. But his blood will I require money. at thy hands. Yes, sir. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turns not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So in other words, if I tell somebody about the truth and, and they decide that they don't want to hear it, well, hey, it's not on my shoulders anymore because I've done what I've been instructed to do. Uh, and here the next voice says that, And again, when a righteous man do it, turn from his wickedness. Okay, when a righteous man does turn from his righteousness, I'm sorry, when a righteous man does turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, that's the Lord talking about laying a stumbling block before the righteous man who turned away from his righteousness? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, he shall die because thou hast not given him warning. Mm-hmm. So here it is, you can warn a righteous man as well because the righteous man can turn from his righteousness. That's right. and, and so he said, he shall die in his sin. Wait a while, Lord, this is a righteous man. Oh, but he turned away from his righteousness. And his mm-hmm. righteousness, what he had uh, done, shall not be remembered. But his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous uh, sin not, and he does not sin, he shall surely live because he is warned. So you're doing what you're supposed to do, bro, and recognize that only you can do what you have to do, and um, you know, uh, and then it's not on your hands after you've done That's what right. you need to do. Well, I thank Amen. you so much for taking time and answering that. That kind of opened up that. That kind of debunked that once save always doctrine <laughs> too. Uh, but yeah, but I thank the Most High Yah for awakening His people because the time of the Gentiles are now. Yeah. And if we can look around in these United States and what's going on now, the Most High is awakening His people. Yeah. And 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 there's going to be a great, <laughs> it's going to be some great tribulations coming because these people are going to be scared because they know what's coming. Well, and here's again, <laughs> come out of her, my free people. This is the other trick, because. The deception that you're going to be taken away in some mm-hmm. pre-tribulation rapture. No, that sir. is a big deception. Yes, and sir. so we need to learn the truth. And don't think that because of your ignorance that you're going to escape things. No, he said in See? time past, yeah. he winked that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I think that some people feel that, you know, uh, that because I don't know, then I'm not going to be accountable. And so well, that's a trick. My people perish yes. for a lack of knowledge. Exactly. And being ignorant doesn't, it's not a derogatory word. It just means that you don't know. Right. And so he said that's why we've been perishing all this time and we've been suffering a lot of the curses that were perpetual in, in Deuteronomy chapter 28 because 
of our disobedience to God's law, statutes, and commandments. I've taken up enough time, Dr. Brunswick, Pastor Ware. Thank you so much for taking my call. Love you both, and Lord willing, we'll see you this Sabbath. All right. Thank you for your comments and uh, questions. Appreciate it. Amen. We thank the Lord uh, as well for the call. Amen. I want to say this, you know, I, I, I look at people and they say that they really want to obey. Now, some people really do want to obey. You know, like uh, I believe my sister that calls, so she's been listening and so on. But then some people in a condition that they feel, well, where's all this new stuff coming from? You know, I've been used to doing it this way, and it was good enough for my grandmama and my granddaddy, but uh, it didn't. Uh, we don't know where grandmama is. And each decade, uh, you got to understand, my my daddy, uh, I remember when we got our first uh, pickup, uh, I'm sorry, first car, the heat was in it so bad when we was riding if you want to stay warm, you want as a child, we would lay on the floor and feel the muffin, uh, the muffin, uh, the heat of the muffin just to stay warm. Hmm. So we don't want the things that we, our parents had to endure. Each generation to get wiser and wiser because we study more. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. We have to study to show our self-approval that a workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We have to have that mentality. And that's why I wanted Dr. Brunswick to come on here, not so much of, brother, well, I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm not a person that think I know everything. Nope. I know what I know. I know Mm -hmm. that it's holiness or hell. I do know that. I know that it, God have called us out uh, to be different. Amen. If we're going to be like everybody else, then you know what, uh, brothers and sisters, there's a problem right there. God wants us to be different. He wants us to look different, act different. Man, it's just so much that I see that the Lord wants us to do, but we fail to do it because it's good for what we've been used to hearing and what we've been used to seeing. And what we've been used to hearing and seeing is really not the problem. All right, mm-hmm. get your call in. Time running out, 404-355-8699. Question or right. uh, comment. All right, doctor. Yeah. And uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verse uh, 16 Second Corinthians, this New Testament now, uh, the Bible tells us that, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Oh, uh, wow. For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Okay. But so we should not have anything to do with these idols. We're saying that we are celebrating Easter. No, we shouldn't be celebrating Easter. We should be celebrating first fruit. Okay. Well, because first fruit, he was the first to raise from the grave. 
well, the holy days are important, and let's call them by the names that they should be, the biblical names for them, not the worldly name that they're substituted and they're in error with the time frame anyway. So, Well, Doctor, I, I, I believe that here is the problem. Nobody never questions. You know, I learned, and I have a couple of young men that I mentor that's uh, I talked to on the phone and stuff. They're not affiliated. You know, I'm not pastoring anymore, but mm-hmm. I communicate with them. Here's the thing. I tell them, don't you try to prove mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing. Let them prove what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Let them show you scriptural mm-hmm. how that the bunny mm-hmm. is <laughs> and how does the egg yeah. represent the resurrection. I had somebody to try to show me how is the Christmas tree. Is they they went because it's everlasting. It looked green mm-hmm. after you done cut it, and and they put the lights on there because Jesus was the light of the world. Mm-hmm. But I say, but that don't all last. All kind of explanations. Yeah, but that you know, one don't yeah. last. But about thirty <laughs> days, I told them. Yeah. And so my thing was, I think sometimes if we don't condemn them and help make them see. Make them see, I'm sorry, uh, themselves and why, uh, what this have to do with it. Mm-hmm. Now, we learned, man, it hurt my feelings when I really learned what Santa Claus yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> my brother's name, I'm the oldest. Yeah. So the oldest child learned things a little bit yeah. quicker than the rest of them because they're younger. And when I really saw I was toys in the car, and I mm-hmm. went and told my brother under me, man, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when I showed him this, it it, it just took all the wind out of because I liked it, yeah. the lie. Oh, yeah. I liked it, the lie. Yeah, the presents, so, the bikes. and oh, Yeah. And, and so what I'm saying, <laughs> could it be, now that's just, um, just a question. Mm-hmm. I know I went around the world and said, could it be that the lie just sound better than the truth? Of course. I mean, you, you, you could sell anything in the name of fun. That's what all advertisement is about. They want to show you the fun part of it. And so we get all caught up in the fun part of it, but not recognizing, you know, uh, what we're really doing uh, concerning uh, those days. They're not scripture. They have nothing to do. They have nothing to do with God. They have nothing to do with Christ. It's all about merchandise. They want to sell you stuff. But and the mother said, the mother said, we're still doing the same thing. We're just doing it a different way. No, we're not doing the same thing. What do you mean the same thing? I'm not uh, buying Christmas presents. <laughs> you know, I don't buy Easter Bunny. I uh, Someone told me about uh, Easter Bunnies in their church uh, this past Easter. In the church. I remember Christmas trees <laughs> being in the church, you okay. know. So, uh, you know, uh, so I, I someone told me at one time uh, that their church was uh, setting up a program, I guess, to go to the casinos or something like that. And she said that, well, I'm not going. Uh, I don't need the church to help me go to hell. I'm doing a good enough job by myself. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things that now— the church has become more intertwined with the world. And so as we were just in Second Corinthians chapter 6, 
you know, 17 and 18 say, Wherefore come out from among them and okay. be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you and be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty, God Almighty. So we should not be a part of this worldly system because the Bible tells us that those who are partaking in those things, when he returns, we need to be careful because you're going to be a part. He says, I'm coming and, and, and I will be judging the church first. <laughs> right. You know, and when you start reading the seven churches in the book of Revelation, there were only two churches that he didn't have a problem with. Right. Church of Smyrna, Church of Philadelphia. Right. And all these other churches had all this worldly stuff going on. And he's telling them, you know, hey, when I come, I'm going to deal with y'all. You know, so we, it's, it, this is not some club that you're joining. <laughs> you know, and we have taken it as if it's some sorority or fraternity and we become a member of it, you know, and so you got your membership card, but that's not going to get you into salvation. So I'm sorry, but, you know, it well, just doesn't work that way. Well, you know, even Thessalonians says, teaches us, Second Thessalonians, the uh, third chapter in the sixth verse, now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourself from a brother that walk is disorderly and not after the tradition of, meaning the scripture mm -hmm. which he have received of us. A lot of things we walk after. Mm -hmm. and, and then here's the hurting part of it all, Dr. Brunswick, mm -hmm. and we're going to close <laughs> it down. So if you didn't call, I was really hoping, um, I wished I could name a name, but I'm not going to do that was called that asked me to even, I told her I'd get the man that wrote the book. <laughs> but, you know, here's the hurting part. They, these people feel that the Holy Ghost, they use the word Holy Ghost, is leading and guiding me to do these things on so-called Christmas and so-called Easter, have watch, uh, no, uh, not watch night, uh, resurrection service to mm. get up and have church early. And I think it's so sad when they never, ever bring Scripture to the people. They take the Scriptures totally out of context. And I, I think God going to hold us responsible for doing that. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to. I thank God. I ain't, I, I've never felt so good spiritual. Now that I'm not pastoring the church, I'm just evangelizing and, and God blessing me. I'm able to go to Louisiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, and wherever the Lord sent me. And it's more about me getting people to follow the scriptures. Mm. And the only thing I'm going to say before I, uh, you give information where they can come to you and uh, come up under the teaching, and, and it's not like, as we call, church as usual, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the sad thing. We hear people talking about that, but I, I really, really, truly think that I went uh, to, well, I don't want to get off on the other. It's sad that the peoples are really, some peoples are really sincere, and nobody willing to give them scriptures to back it up. 
I tell people's prove it to me. Prove if you the Bible teaches you prove all things mm-hmm. and hold fast to that which is good. How can a person prove these things? That's why I say I I, I don't have to prove it. I say I don't learn. Jesus said I tell you when they asked him, he said, Well, let me ask you a question. The, the baptism of John mm-hmm. was it of the Lord? Mm-hmm. Or was it of God? Or mm-hmm. God man? And they say, well, they start thinking, we can't tell you, because if we say the man, the people's going to be upset. And we say God, mm-hmm. then he say, we can't tell you. So he said, neither will I. Mm-hmm. So I've learned <laughs> in my old age, amen, mm-hmm. that I learned that, hey, you prove what you believe. Yeah. Prove it to me and let me know I'm walking in error. Uh, I meet so many peoples and and. I see that they're not even able to prove what they're standing on. No. That's the sad part. That's the sad part. They say, well, it's like this. No, no, no. I don't want to know like something. Mm -hmm. I want to know why you're doing it. But uh, to get back before our time run out, out, I want to say, you know, you're having fellowship at uh, 15 Blaylock, uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center, and you say no more church as usual. Can you uh, briefly in, uh, say something mm-hmm. about that? Okay. Well, uh, at the Kingdom of God Learning Center, uh, we we started a little over almost three months ago. And uh, as you said, it's not church as usual. Uh, but somebody told me that we're getting a little churchy. So, uh, so I, you know, uh, but the reason is that there are several things, not only just the word of God, but even things like what is worship, because what we call worship is not worship. Right. Uh, right. And so people don't know what worship is. And I, I, I dare you to look up the word worship in the Bible and read the context in which you see the word worship, and I, I, most times, and if not all the time, that you will see someone who's prostrate down, face down, worshiping. That is worship. What we call worship is more or less a elevated description of praise. So we do. We we have an area for people to pray. And to worship, to bow down unto the Lord, recognizing God is a spirit. Amen. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. Uh, so come, and we have a petition so that if you want to do it privately, you can. Uh, and then we also have praise. Amen. And we, we want every—it's not a spectator's place. All right. It's not for you to sit down and watch the choir bumping and feel good about the songs. That You need to praise God yourself out of your own— lips. Uh, so when the keyboard is playing, uh, we, we want everyone to join in and praise with them. And then we have the lessons. And I tell you, sometimes our lessons can extend, uh, can be a little lengthy because it's participatory, because people can ask questions, they could make comments. And so we have some real deep discussions and we are digging down deep into the scriptures, uh, interacting with one another, because it's about learning. And so after that, then we have fellowship, because one of the things I think we lack in is that the community atmosphere, not knowing each other, not getting together, not supporting each other. 
So as you're trying to do, uh, Pastor Ware, is uh, get the people together on one accord. Amen. And so it's good to know each other, and, and, and sometimes we be there for each other to help each other. So, um, so those are that's that's the, the more or less uh, the the approach that we're taking uh, in the Kingdom of God Learning Center. So we do the worship, we do the praise, we do the study, and we do the fellowship. So the fellowship we do have food, and uh, so uh, and we talk and and, okay. and everything else. So. Give your number. All right, my phone number is four zero four two zero two seven zero six. Again, that's four zero four two zero two seven zero six four. Amen. And if you, by chance you forget that number, you know you're gonna remember Brother Ware's number. It's four four two nine three seven five five seven. We would love to hear from you. Uh, visit Brother Ware, brotherjamesware.org, online uh, again. We would love to hear from you. Uh, 404-293-7557. We thank the Lord for our guest, Dr. Brunswick. And man, I can't wait to get on about how we come out of Egypt and we still got that concept. <laughs> Amen. We still got Egypt in us even though we out. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's Brother James, W-A-R-E. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.